Yeah, we're focused on the Colorado customer. So we, we think there's so much opportunity for growth in the state of Colorado. It's the second largest cannabis state in the country. We have a great regulatory framework here. We understand it. The MEB does a great job here. So you know what the rules are. And uh, we really see continued opportunity to continue to have retail dispensary operations and offer great products that help people from a health and wellness standpoint. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today in Raising Cannabis Capital, we are joined by Justin Dye, the CEO and Chairman of Swaz. Justin, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dan. Glad to be here. I'm glad to finally have you on the show. Swaz is a publicly traded company trading under the symbol SHWZ. And Justin, I have to admit, I said this before we got on. At first, I didn't recognize the name. And, and that's because everyone knows you by your former name, which was Medicine Man Technology. When and why did you make the name change? As we're putting together our company and growing internally and thinking about a number of companies we're acquiring, emerging with, et cetera. We felt like we wanted an innovative name. Schwaz is a growth, uh, it's a growth vehicle for the cannabis plant. So it's one of our unique techniques is how we create plant structure and create fabulous biomass and flower. So it's consistent. We tailor it to different genetics, et cetera. So Schwaz to us promotes growth. And it's something that we rally around and it's an innovative process. It's a part of our three alike methodology and how we grow and cultivate. That's great. That's great. You can in- incorporate a term that we use anyway. It fits with what you're doing. I, I'm reading through your resume and you're another one of those high profile CEOs that made the leap from the real world to cannabis and reading through your resume, which is, I have to say is very impressive. You have a lot of experience growing companies through mergers and acquisitions and I saw at the end of last year, you made a, a pretty substantial acquisition with a Colorado-based dispensary chain called Starbuds for people that are not from Colorado. It's a pretty well-known name in the Denver area, especially. Do you intend to continue the growth through acquisition strategy in 2021? We do. Last year for America and for the world, the pandemic was really difficult for businesses, for families, et cetera. And it was difficult for our company in terms of raising capital. We have a great story. We have great fundamentals. We have a great team. We've got a great innovation pipeline and it just, it was challenging. So thinking about 2020, I'm really proud of what the team did. We acquired really three businesses. So we acquired Mesa Organics, which were four retail stores in Southern Colorado and they're doing terrific. We acquired Purple Bees, which were one of the leading distillate manufacturers and terpene manufacturers in the state. And that business is growing wildly and it's led by Jim Parco, who's fabulous. And then we acquired six Starbucks stores in December, all in the backdrop of the pandemic. We also restructured the company to make us a little bit leaner from a profitability standpoint. So we're exiting 2020 with wind at our back. We're cash flow positive now. We're very profitable. So this business that was about a $9 million revenue business, we're exiting this year. We're going to be $65 million and uh, very profitable. That's great. That's, that is so great. 
And then we've got a really big pipeline. We've announced this publicly. We're a publicly traded company. We have seven more stores and another cultivation under contract with Starbucks that we're planning on closing in the first quarter. And with all of that, we'll be a $115, $120 million revenue business with great profitability and with free cash flow to really continue to drive innovation and work with our medical customers and our rec customers to create new products that are exciting, create new experiences at retail. And we've got a very robust acquisition pipeline. So we're going to have fun in 2021. We're hearing that a lot of the private companies, their valuations are flat or they came out of 2020 with either down or flat. Does that environment foster acquisition opportunities? I think so. We're a position to be the premier vertically integrated company here in Colorado. If we're not, we're very close to being the largest today. And then with the future acquisition, we will be. So in looking at that, being able to be a good partner, pulling our resources, being able to leverage technology, being able to leverage our operating costs, et cetera. I think that's very attractive to sellers that have maybe one dispensary or have a manufacturing business, et cetera. So we're pretty selective in how we want to build out the company to make sure we're being innovative and, and working with customers. But we think the, the acquisition pipeline is very robust for us. And there's some really good, talented companies out there with great people, with great founders that we're excited to try to work with. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the positive sides of the pandemic is that some pricing is coming down to it, make it so that it makes sense for te- for companies to, to merge or join together. And I looked through your list of of companies. And the first thing that struck me is how diversified you really are. And from cultivation to dispensaries, to extraction, to manufacturing, to consultants, you even have a nutrient company. Moving forward, you talked about maintaining di- diversity, but is there is there one vertical that you are going to be more focused on than the other or one sector that you're going to be more focused on than the other? No, I would say we think about it in terms of we have a wholesale business where we work with manufacturers and provide them terpenes, provide oil for them. We are very high quality. We use state-of-the-art lean manufacturing techniques in our Purple Bees campus in Pueblo. So mm-hmm. that's going to continue. So on the wholesale side, we love that business. And we're going to continue to add services and add, add value to our customers that are manufacturers and manufacturer vapes. They manufacture gummies. They manufacture edibles, et cetera. So we're going to continue with that. And on the retail side, we're really excited about Starbuds. I think Starbuds is really one of the unique operators in the country, and we're lucky to have 13 of them here in the state. So we're really excited about the Starbuds brand. We're excited about going to work on some new innovation in terms of the dispensary experience, whether it be pull-up and pick up a curbside omni-channel with windows of delivery etc. And we're really excited about our brands too. We've got some new brands that we will make available at, at retail and all focused on solving customers' needs. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like you have the foundation for a really rapid expansion. They're all based in Colorado though right now. Are there any plans to expand outside of the state or are you going to focus on just dominating the state first? Yeah, we're focused on the Colorado customer. You look at Lakewood is different than Aurora, different than Grand Junction is different than Pueblo or Trinidad. So we we think there's so much opportunity for growth in the state of Colorado. It's the second largest cannabis state in the country. We have a great regulatory framework here. We understand it. The MED does a great job here. So you know what the rules are. 
And uh, we really see continued opportunity to continue to have retail dispensary operations and offer great products that help people from a health and wellness standpoint. A lot of cannabis investors got beat up in the stock market. Do you think now is a good time for people to get back into the stock market? I think you have to look at individual securities and individual companies and and from a valuation perspective. Certainly with the Canadian correction, so most of the Canadian LP firms up there suffered greatly from a stock price standpoint. Some of it was mismatched demand and supply in their market. And I think also when people had jumped into this and didn't want to be left out of the cannabis boom. So those create bubble markets. So you got to be careful. What I think is important is the industry's really pivoted the last 12 months to fundamentals. So what is your revenue? What is your gross profit? What is your cost structure? What is your free cash flow? What is your EBITDA? And you're starting to see businesses trade on EBITDA, not just on revenue promise. Certainly you need growth. Certainly you need innovation. So I really think it's a great time to get in. If you look at how folks are trading and so forth, I think there is a lot of upside in this industry. It could be a $100 billion business in the next decade. And I think the dilemma of people being concerned about the cannabis plant and some of the concerns about it, I think they're waning. The plant is a magical plant. It does a lot of good. And I think the mainstream shoppers starting to understand that, whether it be health and wellness or whether it be having fun and relaxing and sleep, there's a lot of good here. And yeah. I think we're going to see an absolute boom in the growth of this market. And it's really exciting. The plant does a lot of good for human beings, traumatic stress sleep, pain, but it's absolutely a great substitute for some of the issues involved with with narcotics and with the opioid crisis. So th- those are things that all pulled at me. And we all have personal experiences with family members who may have had cancer where cannabis was effective in easing their life and giving them more appetite support, et cetera. Well, it's so exciting to see people of your pedigree moving into the industry. It just validates everything that we've known for a while now. I'm really happy that you're here and I'm sure a lot of other people are too. I'm going to have all of your information in the show notes, including links to your website. So if you're interested in finding more about investing, they have a great section on the website, investor relations section. It will tell you everything you need to know about investing. And also, if you're a cannabis company in Colorado that maybe wants to talk about a possible merger acquisition, I'm sure the team over at Swaz would be happy to talk to you. Justin, it's been great talking to you today. We're going to have to do this again. Dan, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thankful for all of our team members at Swaz and appreciate all our customers and shareholders. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while we break it all down.